Hi, this is Bob Williamson. God hears before we ask. Several people indicated they wanted to see the video I did for my granddaughter's Bible project yesterday. Here it is. I've inserted the video in the written version. We serve a mighty God, and when we worship properly and believe, it enables us to be blessed in mighty ways. The true story below shows the faith of a young child. The Bible states, truly I say to you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Helen Rosevere, a doctor missionary from England to Zaire, Africa, told this as, as it had happened to her in Africa. She shared it in her testimony on a Wednesday night at Thomas Road Baptist Church. One night in Central Africa, I had worked hard to help a mother in the labor ward. But in spite of all that we could do, she died, leaving us with a tiny, premature baby and a crying two-year-old daughter. We would have difficulty keeping the baby alive. We had no incubator. We had no electricity to run an incubator and no special feeding facilities. Although we lived on the equator, nights were often chilly with treacherous drafts. A student midwife went for the box we had for such babies and for the cotton wool that the baby would be wrapped in. Another went to stoke up the fire and fill a hot water bottle. She came back shortly in distress to tell me that in filling the bottle it had burst. Rubber perishes easily in tropical climates. And it is our last hot water bottle, she exclaimed. As in the West, it is no good crying over spilled milk. So in Central Africa, it might be considered no good crying over a burst water bottle. They do not grow on trees. There are no drugstores down forest pathways. All right, I said, put the baby as near the fire as you safely can. Sleep between the baby and the door to keep it free from drafts. Your job is to keep the baby warm. <clears throat> the following noon, as I did most days, I went to have prayers with many of the orphanage children who chose to gather with me. I gave the youngsters various suggestions of things to pray about and told them about the tiny baby. I explained our problem about keeping the baby warm enough, mentioning the hot water bottle. The baby could so easily die if it got chilled. I also told him about the two-year-old sister crying because her mother had died. During the prayer time, one 10-year-old girl, Ruth, prayed with the usual blunt consciousness of our African children. Please, God, she prayed, send us a water bottle. It'll be no good tomorrow, God. The baby will be dead, so please send it this afternoon. While I gasped inwardly at the audacity of the prayer, she added by way of corollary, 
And while you're about it, would you please send a dolly for the little girl so she'll know you really love her? As often with children's prayers, I was put on the spot. Could I honestly say amen? I just did not believe that God could do this. Oh, yes, I know that he can do everything. The Bible says so. But there are limits, aren't there? The only way God could answer this particular prayer would be by sending a parcel from the homeland. I'd been in Africa for almost four years at that time. I had never received a parcel from home. Anyway, if anyone did send a parcel, who would put in a hot water bottle? I lived on the equator. Halfway through the afternoon, while I was teaching in the nurse's training school, a message was sent that there was a car at my front door. By the time that I reached home, the car had gone, but there on the veranda was a large 22-pound parcel. I felt tears pricking my eyes. I could not open the parcel alone, so I sent for the orphanage children. Together, we pulled off the string, carefully undoing each knot. We folded the paper, taking care not to tear it unduly. Excitement was mounting. Some 30 or 40 pairs of eyes were focused on the large cardboard box. From, From the top, I lifted out brightly colored knitted jerseys. Eyes sparkled as I gave them out. Then there were the knitted bandages for the leprosy patients. And the children began to look a little bored. Next came a box of mixed raisins and sultanas. That'd make a nice batch of buns for the weekend. As as I put my hand in again, I felt, could it really be? I grasped it and pulled it out. Yes, a brand new rubber hot water bottle. I cried. I had not asked God to send it. I had not truly believed that he could. Ruth was in the front row of the children. She rushed forward, crying out, If God has sent the bottle, he must have sent the dolly too. Rummaging down to the bottom of the box, she pulled out the small, beautifully dressed dolly. Her eyes shone. She had never doubted. Looking up at me, she asked, Can I go over with you, Mommy, and give this dolly to that little girl? So she'll know that Jesus really loves her. That parcel had been on the way for five whole months, packed up by my former Sunday school class, whose leader had heard and obeyed God's prompting to send a hot water bottle even to the equator. One of the girls had put in a dolly for an African child five months earlier in answer to the believing prayer of a 10-year-old to bring it that afternoon. Isaiah 65, 24, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.